This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. Honking horns and ringing bells and making good. Dynamic banter. Don't forget the history rose. Dynamic banter. I'm just recording. Yo, take the trail mark on our father's map. Whoa. <laughs> You never known it? <laughs> Dude, what if one day I did like a whole elaborate, like we just started a song like a bit like that, mm-hmm. but we did it beforehand mm-hmm. and then we did like a whole orchestral arrangement and we just went into it. <laughs> Dude. People would be like, what the fuck? Dude, I was just thinking about how fun it is <clears throat> when you like do a thing on stage, like you do a show and then like the audience doesn't know what the hell they're in for. And then yeah. you start off with like a little song and then like a full orchestra comes out and then like a marching <laughs> band and then like animals and <laughs> people coming down on on strings doing acrobatics and like yeah. just like imagine opening just a comedy show like that. Mm-hmm. Imagine a stand up show like you're stand up regular stand up. Yeah. That yeah. It's so funny. But the end, you come out and you go like, and now the end is near. You do that song that they, that they sing at the end. I did it mm. my way. <laughs> and then this big band comes in and then elephants and like, like people doing acrobatics in the audience. And then like, Boom, big end. And he goes, anyway, so uh, the other day I. Uh... So I was in the post office and. Um... I couldn't believe this motherfucker with the nose over the mask. And this guy cuts me off. <laughs> On the way to the post office. The way... I, can you believe this, folks? I got cut off on my way to an errand today. <laughs> then they put too many beans on my burrito and I'm like, who eats this many beans? Listen, you Mike, you're a comedian, you're a stand-up comedian. Are we recording right now? Yeah, we're, we're fucking recording. We're recording, oh, bitch. Okay. Keep saying what you're saying. I got So that. you're a, you're a <laughs> surprise. Surprise, we're recording. <laughs> Let me spray you down a little bit. So, um, Mike, you've done so. I missed that. <laughs> Don't worry about it. I guess I'll have to watch the video and find out. <laughs> Where can you get that, Mike? Good plug. Is that at youtube.com slash the va- da- shit dynamic banter? What? <laughs> I'm broken. I'm doing my best. To, I'm doing my best. I'm keeping my head above the water level. That's good. But, you know, I've known friends you to are. do some of your best work at your best. I'm doing my best work at my whenever when I'm at my best, it's when I do my best work. <laughs> you know what? Uh, one of the things that me and my dad talk about all the time is that people need to be more aware that some people's the best is just not that good. Yeah. Some people are doing their best and it's just not as good as somebody else's. But they're best. still doing their best. They're still trying. Yeah. And and like I think a lot of people listening to this can relate to when you hear doing your best. Like, you've done your best, right, Mike? Uh You can recall a time in your life 
when you consciously did the best you could possibly do. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a relatable feeling, man. And if you haven't felt that, if you feel like you haven't put out your best, then you got to work on you, baby. You got to learn how to calm the fuck down, take deep breaths, hold it slowly out through the ears. And then you're, and then just think about clouds and shit. And if that doesn't work, if that doesn't work, smoke a lot of weed. And if you can't, if it's illegal, if weed is illegal where you live, then then, just think about the clouds. Just think about the clouds. No, I think if you are unable to acquire marijuana, you should try to meditate. Meditating is a wonderful tool, man. I learned how to meditate. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So do I, actually. Um Mine's better, but um, but I, I had a <laughs> insight timer, insight timer. <laughs> but uh, no, I I learned how to meditate this year. My therapist taught me how to meditate, and um, I did it once, and I had an orgasm, and so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that's how you know a treatment is working. No, and I that mean, goes for uh, anything. That goes for medicinal <laughs> stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, on that list of like how to be your best and how to the the road to being your best. It starts off with deep breaths in and out through your eyes, and then once you're thinking about clouds, you're you're in. But then if you don't have that, marijuana is great. And if you can't access marijuana or you're too young, and you really shouldn't smoke it at an early age because you're developing still and you don't want to stunt any of that shit. You don't want to be an idiot like half the motherfuckers out here in the U.S. not wearing their goddamn masks. That's my time, guys. Thanks. <laughs> I... <laughs> Informative uh, Mexican <laughs> Sam Kennison. <laughs> That's oh, oh, <laughs> Dude, really socially conscious uh Sam Kennison. Um These people out here not wear their masks. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Merry fucking Christmas! Oh, oh, oh. Um But anyway, uh there's lots of shit you can do and meditation's great. And I remember feeling anytime I was feeling really panicky at the office, which was quite often. Um, I would go outside and I would sit down in the fresh air and I would urinate right into my pants sitting on the ground. <laughs> I wouldn't even spin around twice. I wouldn't even stand. <laughs> <laughs> right. Spin around a couple of times. Spin around, spit in my hand, smack it on my forehead and back to work. Say the Lord's prayer to Gormlack. Shout out to Gormlack. Non spawn. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not sponsored by Gormlack. Are we kidding me? <laughs> we would tell you. We would tell you. I would tell you. We don't fuck around like that. <laughs> um <laughs> but uh I really did um when you're like looking for... I know it's hard to <laughs> to even consider meditation and i know it's like oh new age you fucking la shit you fucking la hipster hippies let's be honest but it is not hard to consider 
meditation. Well, sure, it's not hard to consider it, but I know a lot of people think that, like, oh, man, it's just another L.A. thing or whatever. Everyone's into meditation or whatever. But truly, it's, like, an ancient Eastern, like, thing that's, like, been done for centuries. And uh, Yeah, man, your mind is part of your body. And if you can make your mind nice then it could have an effect on your body. It's yeah. just as much in your body as your liver is. You know what they say about your brain. It's, it's intelligence is a inside curse. your body. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Consciousness is a curse is what they say about the brain. And if you take care of your heart by eating Cheerios every morning, plain Cheerios, <laughs> not honey nut, why wouldn't you take care of your brain? <laughs> Oi, you want to take, take care of that chewing gum inside your fucking bird's nest. Inside your egg. Inside your egg. <laughs> um, but I uh, I tried meditating, and um, it is it is a thing, and, and it's truly just kind of like if you want to get down to sort of a biological or um, medical kind of take on meditation, it truly just is you just kind of like trying to quiet your goddamn mind and um, focusing on your breathing, which is very important, and uh, just kind of like taking a moment to kind of just like stop, just quiet your brain and listen to nature and listen to the things around you with your eyes closed. Enjoy, because you know, usually when your eyes are fucking fully closed, you're asleep. You're not fully conscious while you're sleeping unless you're one of those weirdos that can control your dreams. And I'm jealous of you and I want to steal your soul. And I was told if I ate your brain, I might be able to gain that power. But I'm not gonna kill anybody, so here but I am. But again, Steve, if you're looking for that brain, that'll be 100% in their body. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. That's our our gift to you. But uh, um, I just feel like uh, you're when you're sleeping, that's a good time. Great for your body to reset, get some rest. You're working Dude, hard. Hippie Donald Trump. When you're sleeping, that's great. That's a good time. I'm sleeping. <laughs> love. I've always been the best sleeper. I love sleep. I love it. Um, sleep is great. Sleep is simple. <laughs> My daughter sleeps. My daughter's been sleeping since she was born. So far. <laughs> <laughs> but I anyway, just came from sleeping. That's not a lie. You I can just, look that up. That's I, not fake news. By the way, I was sleeping about five minutes ago. So here I am now. <laughs> Greatest president. <laughs> And sleep like this, uh, but um, I anyway. You can learn how to just quiet your goddamn brain, and truly, it's a nice thing to do. It's like giving your brain a second to focus just in on you and listen to your heartbeat and your breath and focus on your breathing and shit. It's really good. Just Google how to meditate, for fuck's sake. I'm telling you, it works. I anytime I felt panicky. I would go outside, I'd take a moment and just breathe in and out and shit. And sure, you could just say, well, breathing in and out can just really help anyway because it gives your body something to focus on and then it takes your brain away from the, your focus away from the panic attack or whatever. But You know what it's more about mm. than anything else? Mm. It's about not having to answer that voice in your head that's like you saying, 
well, maybe it's just breathing or maybe it's just like that voice doesn't matter at all. Mm -hmm. Like the whole deal with stuff like meditation, any kind of thing that you do to help yourself is that it's not based on what anybody else thinks about it. Right. Exactly. You, know, you can make it you just your fucking own do it and you thing. feel better. Yeah. Or you don't. Um, and I also recommend not really listening to music or anything because that could be really distracting from the whole thing. But if you like ocean sounds or rivers or babbling brooks or some shit or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, nature sounds and shit, that, that's helpful because you can kind of focus. It's all about kind of focusing inside and out, away from all the things your brain is trying to, like, fuck you up with. <laughs> that must be so difficult because the brain is inside. Yeah, but if we've, you really think we have but if you we have the data. If you really think about it. <laughs> Mike, I found something that I want to share with you and I haven't even experienced this yet, but I found okay. it. And okay. I and I thought it would So you have more experience than I do with it. You know that we love Jonathan Frakes here on Dynamic Banter. We love Jonathan Frakes. And if you don't know who that is, he's the man who says, How much money would it take to make you spend a night in a cemetery? He was the host <laughs> of a TV program called, I think it was called Fact or Fiction. I don't know, something like that. Uh, but <laughs> but he was also on a Star Trek. Star Trek right? The Next Generation. He, he played right. Riker. Lieutenant, I don't know, Captain. Captain Riker. I don't remember his rank. <laughs> he wasn't the captain, but he was. But <laughs> <laughs> captain we Lieutenant know who the <laughs> They were all the captains. Everyone <laughs> was a captain on that show, as far as I'm concerned. I've done a Trump. Everyone's a captain. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so I'm Captain Commander, of course. I'm Captain but... of the United States, and I can sleep when I want. <laughs> Good night. What <laughs> 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 he sleep? That's how he sleeps. He sleeps like this. This is uh, my impression of Donald Trump sleeping. <laughs> he sleeps so gross. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, imagine how gross everyone sleeps when it's hot. <laughs> Dude, I want to so make a YouTube channel that's you're all, just... <laughs> your shit is like... I want to make a YouTube channel that is Donald Trump sleeping. It's just audio files of Donald Trump sleeping, and every video is a different date. <laughs> and how hot it was that night. Yeah, it says like <laughs> October 14th, 2019, 76 degrees. <laughs> Window open, Window no open. AC. And it has like, <laughs> you can hear like like uh, the wind kind of blowing in the room. Yeah, humidifier in the room, but not. <laughs> Eating <laughs> yeah, he's eating spaghetti. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Here's here's October nineteenth, two thirty-eight AM. Seventy-six degrees outside, windows open, Donald Trump audio. Here we go. 
YouTube channel? <laughs> Someone farting the same way over and over again and reacting to it. The same. I watched three hours. You know what I thought about this morning? What if farting, how much, you know how funny farts are? I mean, we're six years old, yes. if we're being honest. Yes. But you know how funny farts are. Oh, yeah. Farts would be. And in your mind, like farts are as funny as they could be, oh, right? Everything as they can out. be, yeah. Imagine if they were contagious, like <laughs> yawn. How much funnier the world would Dude, be. Dude, I mean, I would have a megaphone up to my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I would just be like, scorch! And then Neondies just... makes a, a new model with a speaker in it. <gasps> oh, shit. <laughs> This is why Steve leaves fast forward to five years from now. I'm the only one doing the podcast and you're swimming in coins. <laughs> Mike, He's I can't come. I'm swimming in coins. <laughs> and the set looks just like this. It's just like me. <laughs> I'm by myself in this room. <laughs> and I'm sponsored by your shit. Sponsored by Steve's coins. And Steve will give me five bucks for every uh, <laughs> pair of shit speakers that you guys purchase. I'm going to get a bag of coins from Steve if I do this <laughs> ad read. <laughs> he delivers it Steve's via gonna, drone. <laughs> he's going to come over and throw a bag of coins at me and I get to keep whatever he leaves in my apartment. Oh, God. Um, okay, so... Wait, oh, no, I have ahead. this Jonathan sorry, Frakes sorry. thing. We didn't even start the thing. No, we I didn't. We're off, on, we're off, baby. We're off to the races. Well, start your engines, bitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be my favorite part in the, in the soundboard. <laughs> Prefacing it by saying start your engines, bitch. <laughs> That's also a great thing when you can say something really great before a fart it's a skill man a lot of you people are just what like are i don't favorite? fart i don't fart and when i do they're little angel kisses and they yeah your life is worse yes if you exactly, talk like that. exactly and also like if you're just a normal fart person and you're just letting out farts and you're like that was good then you're nowhere near the level of fartistry that Mike and I are at. And we can yeah, teach you. We can true. teach you 10 things you can do with farting that will make you the life of the party, the funny guy, <laughs> the gross the life boy. Of the farting. That's kind of cute. <laughs> the life of the party, yeah. I'm telling oh you, if you God. think of something, we'll give you 10 phrases. Mike, let's do it right now. I'll okay. do, you do five and I do five. Or let's just rapid fire. F ten before you, ten before phrases you before fart. you fart. What is something, what are your funny things to say before you fart? Go. You walk up to somebody and you say, do you know how to get to, uh...
The audience loved it. <laughs> They're on their feet. Um, <clears throat> okay, here's another thing. Excuse me. It's time for us to continue the show. <laughs> That's enough. <laughs> God damn. They love you, Mike. <laughs> They're still going. All right, thank you. Jesus Christ. I wish that was, the, I wish that was number 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <clears throat> here's another funny thing to say before you fart. <clears throat> Holy shit, you know what they forgot in my sandwich? <laughs> they forgot to put the... <laughs> oh my god, survey says. <laughs> they liked it. Controversial. All right, you want to do one more, or you think we've got the point? That's my next one, survey says. <laughs> survey says. <laughs> Fuck, that's very funny. <laughs> you know what I did a lot? That's like the, the you got really specific, and that's, that's what's super funny about yeah, it. Yeah. I used to say, hold on one minute. <laughs> So it's like you have everyone's attention because right. you're asking somebody a question. You have everyone's attention. <laughs> Nobody expects it. I know that's the best part. <laughs> and that's the thing. You got to be the artistry is also part of the art is you can't do it often because then everyone knows you're about to fucking fart. Like everyone knows. It's very easy to come into a room and go, hey guys, guess what I found in the street? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, everybody hates that everyone's <laughs> like it's funny and there will always be the folks that laugh at it no matter what like mike and i but if you really want to command the entire room and i'm talking even the prudes <laughs> you can't do it often and you gotta make it good you gotta make it good but if you yeah. don't do it often Dude. and you can genuinely surprise your friends before you do it, you'll be the fucking, you're the star of the show after that. If you're not known to your friends as a farter and you come out with something like that, your friends will fall out. I don't care like how gross it smells. I don't care how off put your friends are by farts on a normal <laughs> basis. If you're not known as the farter in your crew and you come out with like, <laughs> one of your friends tells you a story, and everyone's looking kind of bored. <laughs> and you go, survey <laughs> I mean, that's true too, man. Timing. Timing is everything. Timing, yes. Yeah. I mean, you got to be ready for it, man. Like I said, one of the funniest farts I've ever witnessed was during Cats. I was watching Cats in a small theater with some friends. And... <clears throat> I've told this story in the middle of one of the like dramatic songs in like in like a lull was like the most glorious fucking cartoon fart just out of nowhere. It filled the theater, not the smell actually, but the sound filled the fucking theater. And it was I mean everyone heard it. It killed me. I died. I died that night. That's why I'm That's in hell. fucking fart again. <laughs> that explains it <laughs> and you know what i'm just retracing my steps ah <laughs> uh, yes that's that's where i went to hell because i died there um Dude. all right oh go ahead go ahead what were you gonna say no you and you well, let me drink some of my potion first 
<laughs> oh, you get the cauldron fixed. Yeah, yeah. I went to John's Potions on uh, Hazeltine. Okay. <clears throat> Michael, I found on the internet Jonathan Frakes, Riker from Star Trek. You know, the guy that says the things that we love. <laughs> I found two videos. One of them is Jonathan Frakes telling you you're wrong for 47 mm -hmm. seconds. <laughs> I think I've seen that before and I, I like it. And Jonathan Frakes telling you you're right for 41 seconds. <laughs> that might feel better. Yeah. I think we... <laughs> People might get more use out of that one. Let's start it with the, him telling us we're wrong. Okay. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> it's false. No way. Not this time. <laughs> Wait, are you, can you hear that? It's false. They're all different no ways. Way. Not this time. We created it. Not this time. No, not this time. It's totally made up. Pure fiction. It's fiction. It's fiction. We made it up. We made this one up. It's a made-up tale. It's a total the magician giving out all of his secrets. <laughs> it never happened. This one was invented by a writer. Not this time. It never happened. It's false. It never happened. It's a fake. It's fiction. It's an urban legend. It never happened. No way. We got you. Not we got you. Not this time. It never happened. It never happened. The and whole time he's saying all this, he's got a big shit-eating grin on. It never happened. Dude, imagine like fucking David Blaine saying this. <laughs> David Copperfield. David Copperfield comes out after a show and he's like, Thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. I just going down the line of people shaking hands. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for coming. I just wanted to say really quick, all of the magic you saw tonight, in regards to all of the magic you saw. No way. Not this time. We created it. Not this time. No, not this time. It's totally made up. Pure fiction. <laughs> fiction it's fiction we made it up we made this one up it's a made-up tale it's a total fabrication it never happened it never happened it never this happened. was invented by a writer not this time it never happened it's false it never happened it's a fake it's fiction it's an urban legend that never happened no way we got you not a chance we got you not we got time. you it never happened it never happened we made this one up it's fiction i'm a big fan we made of up gotcha. We made it up. Not this time. Wrong. Not this time. Not this time. You're wrong. Not this time. It never happened. <laughs> okay. Dude, this is a mean. This is like a. If you were to quote tweet that, it mm -hmm. would be like me and going through childhood or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like um, <clears throat> Jeffrey. I uh, oh confirmation. Jeffrey Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> And then it's that it video. Up. False. We gotcha. Good meme. <laughs> okay, now let's listen to him telling we us we're right for 40 seconds. How about that? Is it possible okay. this story is true? Yes, it is. You're right. It's fact. Yes. Yes. A similar event did take place. You're right. You were right. <laughs> Our research found a public report of a similar story. Yes, it was. A similar How's story happened to a young man in the Pacific Northwest about 20 years ago. It happened. A similar event took place. You're right again. You're right. A similar story happened to a teacher in the Florida area. <laughs> you were correct. It's fact. <laughs> you are correct. It's fact. 
I want to use that one against someone who's <clears throat> saying some truth out on the internet. You're right. It's fact. What it's really something happened? Like... Who was the cowboy who confronted Johnny and Larry that night? Was the old woman in on it too? Could Danny have been hallucinating? But if Dan was hallucinating, who ate house food? What about the mysterious behavior of the barbecue <laughs> lid? Was it really the nanny? Does this story seem possible? Was the morgue attendant in on the deception too? Were there gases trapped within the milk bucket that caused the activity? How was the doctor? Really identify a murderer? Is it possible that a parrot could give a young girl the will to live? <laughs> <laughs> Could give a young girl the will to live. Find the out tonight. Husband, really the victim of amnesia, but then how do you explain the bullet hole in his phone? Is this story true? <laughs> that a fertilized octopus egg ingested into the. How do you explain the bullet hole in this phone? <laughs> Dude, you can say anything. You just have to group it together. Dude, what if we made a you fake? Ever play chess in the moonlight? <laughs> I want to make a fake one. That's like, here's some some of my favorite clips from uh, Is It True Was Or Not? Or did you really just like art? <laughs> yeah, but I just want to play this character in a, like, a smoke-filled room with like a globes and those like stupid electricity ball things from Spencer's Gifts. Uh -huh. And I just want to walk into the room and <laughs> yeah. go like, a telephone? Yeah, right, Nancy. <laughs> it cuts to like another clip and it's like, was the sandwich <laughs> fully eaten? Yes, I ate it. And then it cuts to like another thing. It's like, books! The whole time it was books. <laughs> just keep going. Just keep doing random ones. Where are my keys? <laughs> I'd watch it. it. <laughs> See, what the fuck could the show be about? <laughs> right, exactly. I found a ladder and a dead alligator. What would you do? <laughs> um, all right. Well, welcome to Dynamic Banter. <laughs> 30 minutes mm. into the show. <laughs> That's nice. This but is where we put the title sequence. We're at a perfect point to do the ads really quick. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, it feels like okay. we're flying through. That's great. How do you feel, Mike? I feel fine. Do you have Thank your you own potions? Do I have my what? You're <laughs> That's another Donald Trump sleeping video. All right, let's get these ads. Out. June 18th. <laughs> oh, Squarespace. Hey guys, we love Squarespace. <laughs> Squarespace is a proud sponsor. And we proudly uh, support Squarespace. We love Squarespace. That's right. <laughs> Listen to Mike. <laughs> Oops. You better not drop that bell. <laughs> You're going to need it. <laughs> One of Mike's dairy cows just came into the room <laughs> i can't believe you fit him in that apartment um guys <laughs> what, own website squarespace is a place where you can create a beautiful website 
What do you want to do? You want to create a website? Are you sitting around bored on your keister and you're looking for something to do? Are you a creative? Are you not a creative, but you want to assemble some sort of special thing for someone in your life or some sort of event or Mm. sell your Mm. goods or your wares or publish blogs or stories or you can literally do anything you want. Do you you have a hair salon you just opened up? Yeah. Do you have a hair salon you just opened up? It's very specific, but do you? And if you do, would you like to set up a website? Because Squarespace does that for you. It does all of the legwork of setting up a website in a completely non-overwhelming way. As a matter of fact, it's so easy to use. And there's 24-7 customer support, which means any question you have about setting up your website, even if you have no idea where to start. Well, as a matter of fact, just going to squarespace.com slash banter, you can see just how easy it is to set it up yourself. Everything is basically automated, built in. You don't have to install anything. You can add all of the things you love about some of your favorite websites onto your own website. Lickety split, easy as pie. And you know how easy pie is. Come on, everybody knows how easy pie is. <laughs> Does he? So guys, go to squarespace.com slash banter and check out Squarespace. <laughs> Just see what's going on. And when you're ready to launch your own website, you can use our code banter to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This is a no-brainer if you're on the fence or if you were thinking about doing something like this. It's the easiest, quickest, most affordable way to do so. And we're giving you 10% off your first thing there. So go to squarespace.com banter for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, once again, use the offer code banter to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thank you, Squarespace. You're going to like the way your website looks. Yeah. Mike has a Squarespace website, by the way, for those of you that don't know. You can go to MikeFalzone.com and check out Mike's Squarespace yes. site and look at how pretty it is. And, uh, you know, if you just want to... I'm currently um, watching Zoya do the same thing. So the whole Falzone family has been using there Squarespace for some the time. Entire Squarespace, the entire Falzone household is a Squarespace family. Isn't that wonderful? This is everybody? a Squarespace household. This is a Squarespace house, and you respect it. <laughs> Guys, let's talk about st- let's talk about stamps. It's so weird to hear that and not see your mouth move at all. <laughs> also, I don't know why, but your internet connection is a little spotty. I don't know if it's my fault or I your see fault. That- my, uh, I'm jacked in, so let me see while you're doing this what I could do now. Great. I would say close down all other applications and then turn off your camera and turn it on again. Guys, let's talk about stamps.com. Huh? My mom uses stamps.com. Hi, mom. She actually uses our promo code, too, which is very sweet. Sweet mama. And Alana's about to use stamps.com as well because... Stamps.com eliminates the need to go to the post office. And during a time when you don't really want to go to the post office anyway, 
for some other reason other than you don't want to leave the house. Stamps.com makes it so easy to send packages and whatever you need, letters and such, with discounts that you cannot get at the post office and all from your home. You just put it in your little outbox or your mailbox or you can schedule a carrier to come pick something up. But once your mail is ready to go, you just put it where you put your mail and stuff and then that's that. Packages, whatever you need. If you're a small business, if you're just a regular old Jane or Joe, stamps.com. Jane or Joe business. Jane or Joe business or Jane or Joe someone. Stamps.com can help you. And guess what? You can just print postage on demand right at your home whenever you need to. And you save money with those discounts I was talking about that you cannot get at the post office. And if that wasn't enough, Stamps.com also offers UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no UPS residential surcharges. Guys, it's all the services of the U.S. Postal Service right on your computer and in the safety and the comfort of your home office or anywhere else you're hunkering down right now. And whether you're a small business sending invoices or an online seller shipping out products or, hey, you're just working from home and you want to mail stuff, Stamps.com handles it all with ease. Any letter, any package, 24-7, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send once your mail is ready you just leave it for your mail carrier like i said or you can schedule a pickup there's no human contact whatsoever it's that simple uh you want to hear about those discounts five cents off every first class stamp and up to 62 percent off shipping rates that's all good stuff it's a no-brainer guys it saves you time and money and keeps you safe during these crazy crazy times so Right now, our listeners are getting a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and the digital scale. That's right, a digital scale so you can weigh your packages and you can have fun with other, other things. Like You can put your Ninja Turtles on it and find out how much they weigh. Have you ever wanted to know how much your Ninja Turtles weigh? Have you ever been sitting there and you pull the cap off your potion and you're like, wonder how much this little cap weighs. Put it on that. You could literally scale. find out how much all of the little things in your apartment weigh. You could create a game with you and your other folks that are quarantined together where you can guess the weight of certain objects. Higher or lower, and whoever gets closest without going over by $1. That's right. They, they, they... So, guys... Our listeners, I said, excuse me. Our listeners are going to get a special offer that includes the four-week trial, <laughs> free postage, and the digital scale. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in banter. That's stamps.com, enter banter. All right, stay safe out there, my friends. And thank you so much to stamps.com. All right, last one here, guys, but certainly not least. Let's talk about Brooklinen. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. Ooh. When I think about Brooklinen, I think about how I'm being snuggled at night by a wonderful bread spread. Brooklinen, Brooklinen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right, Mike. <laughs> 
I feel like I'm on chat roulette with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> is it bad again? It's is bad. the connection bad yeah. again? It's okay because your audio sounds great though. Video's still <clears> funny <throat> though. You can still see Mike doing funny things and you look great, Mike. So regardless of that quality, let's talk about better quality though in Brooklinen <laughs> products. Guys, what do you do when you wake up in the morning? You wash your face, you drink your coffee, you listen to a podcast, maybe you get up and you walk your dog. There's lots of great ways to start off your day, eating a breakfast, meditation, walking the dog. But what Walks about your podcast? What about podcasts? <laughs> What about starting with making your bed? When you make your bed in the morning, it starts a chain of daily successes. Okay. I'll tell you what feels better than making your bed every morning if you think about it. It's what about the sheets that go on it? If you go with Brooklyn, in, which is home of the internet's favorite sheets, and I can I can quote that because I'm sleeping in them sheets. And I'll tell you what. Ooh, me too. It's fancy, boys and girls. <laughs> um, and it makes my bed look fancier, too. Mike, talk about yeah, your experience. Like you, it, it, our bed looks like you took a hotel bed out of a hotel and moved it into our apartment. It's very nice. Super, super nice. Sheets, have this new age kind of funky pattern on them and we feel hip even when we're asleep. Let me tell you what the name of the game here is, folks. High quality sheets at low price. Okay. <laughs> Rich yes and no. Rich and Vicky, old Rick and Vic, Fulop, founded Brooklyn in 2014. They're a husband and wife duo. We see them every Easter, and we love them very much. They wanted to find beautiful <laughs> home essentials that didn't cost an arm and a leg. Dang it. And today, they're on a mission to make you comfortable. Brooklinen was the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. They work directly with manufacturers and directly with customers. There's no middleman. It's just a great product and services. And all luxury products without a luxury markup, you guys. <laughs> You can get bundle sheets and bedding and blankets and fabric care and core sheets and duvets and extra pillowcases. And you can save a bunch of money by getting bundles. And, guys, there's a friendly Brooklyn and rep ready to chat with you about any and all questions you have when you visit brooklinen.com. And there's over 50,000-plus five-star reviews and counting. Lots of happy customers, including these boys here. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, guys, Brooklyn and Sheets are the perfect place to start making your mornings great. And they're so confident in their product that all of their bedding comes with a lifetime warranty. Lifetime, guys. Think about that. Think so, about your lifetime. Think about your lifetime. And get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use the promo code BANTER only at brooklinen.com, ladies and gentlemen. That's promo code, the promo code <laughs> banter i hate that it sounds like a uh joe rogan thing uh brooklyn <laughs> use that promo code uh but yeah go to go to uh brooklinen.com use the promo code banter get 10 percent off your first order of free shipping when you use that promo code brooklinen everything you need to live your most comfortable life all right thank you brooklinen and thank you to our sponsors very much yeah.
And thank you guys for supporting the sponsors who support this show. We got a nice little thing going on here. Mm-hmm. Steve, I wrote down so many things to talk about. Okay. And don't um, forget, we got to read the AI dungeon story we promised we'd read last week from Keenan. Oh, do you have that? I do have it, but I want to save it to the very end. Okay. You just cut me off whenever you want to do it. Okay. Well, I would love to hear what you got for me, buddy, though. Boy, though. These are just notes that I took right before the show started, just in case. What is, is that an angry board? No, my friend, this is Jose, or sorry, Pancho Pistolas. This is Pancho Pistolas. He's one of the Tres Caballeros from Walt Disney's Tres Caballeros. I think think it's wonderful. Thank you, my friend. I don't know that I've ever seen that. And he turns into Jose if you zip him inside out. It's from Japan, and I had to have it because I love the Three Caballeros, and they don't have any Three Caballeros merch. Oh, uh, I've heard you talk about this Here at all. Why don't you, like, get the license for it or something? What is that like? Could you, like, get the license and print T-shirts for something like that? Dude, or is it I Disney wish. Is, That's like, Disney Lockdown, baby. Oh, never mind. That's in the I, Disney I Lockdown. That's a different world. I I'll yeah. never understand. But I will say this for those of you that are like, who the fuck are the three caballeros? They, uh, if you have Disney Plus, there's several three caballeros films from the 1940s and beyond, and there's a really cool new series that I guess only aired in Mexico, but it's all in English, and it's called the Three Caballeros something. But it's like they're superheroes Kick or back. something, and it's modern, and it's pretty cool. Nice. Anyway. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. I watched like two episodes, and then I was like, I got to come, so I'm going to watch porn or something. Cool. <laughs> and sometimes that's what our decisions are based on. Yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. All right, what do you got for me, baby boy? Um... I thought that it would be fun to go back and forth and talk about, uh, I was thinking about how disconnected I am from the future at the moment Mm. because I can't really plan anything like travel or shows. Mm -hmm. So I was like, what am I looking forward to in the future? And it's like releases of stuff. Okay. Like, um, uh, there's some video games that I'm looking forward, all the skateboarding video games. Oh yeah. And then I thought it might be fun to go back and forth um, and talk about some video games that we're really excited oh, about. Oh, yeah. I'm into that. Coming out. Do you have any? Yeah. There's a Paper Mario game coming out really soon. I... What's the deal with Paper Mario? Paper Mario is like an RPG. It's like a role-playing oh. game, kind of like a Zelda, if you will. It's a Nintendo-style RPG so it's very user friendly, very easy to pick up and play. Mm. Um, it's essentially just like cutesy paper, two D cutout Mario's in a three D world, but it's Mario. Why do you man. think they decided to make uh, Mario and the crew out of paper? I don't know, man. They got some really interesting ideas over there. They've done everything with Mario at this point. They've taken him to the tennis court, the basketball court, the race track. I used to play the fuck out of Mario Tennis on N64. Yeah, that's a good one. That game, there were uh, 
there were games at that age that everyone had regardless of like what type of video game player you are like yeah. now it's either people just play like Fortnite or Warzone or like 2k games or like <laughs> right, rpgs right. or whatever right RPGs final fantasy are dgs rpps and our three GPOs, <laughs> uh, who used to say Nanu Nanu. That's the one. <laughs> I come in peace. <laughs> Living on, he'd say. And they all lived in Babylon by David Gray. Says Yoda. Um, but like back in the day when we all had uh, like N64, they were games like everyone had Zelda, regardless of. You know, right, right. You, you, even if you were well, because at that time you didn't really know if you were like an FPS gamer or you know whatever or a side scroll. You didn't know what E team you were on. You didn't know what E team. You didn't know about G Fuel yet. And God, imagine that! What a time! <laughs> but, what a uh, time! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you. I guess you. You were right. Like if you had a video game system you were going to pretty much play everything that you could get your hands on. And yeah. if that was an Mario RPG, Tennis was one of those games. Everybody yeah. had that. Dude, I played this Kirby golf game called mm -hmm. Kirby's Dream Course on the Super Nintendo, and I fucking love that game. I don't yeah. know why. I've always loved it. I, I guess I just like the controls, and uh, I've always loved Kirby. Kirby's a good time. But um, but yeah, I'm excited about Paper Mario. I'm gonna play the fuck out of that. Basically, any Mario new Mario game that comes out, I'm all yeah. over that shit. I'm a fucking I'm a slut for Nintendo, Mike. <laughs> I've been right you over. Get sponsored with language like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's this game on PlayStation coming out that I'm really looking forward to. It's called Fruit Fly Simulator 2020. What the fuck? <laughs> The thing you is, coming? is you could be right. Like, you could be telling the truth, and this could not be a joke at all. You come into the house on some bananas, <laughs> and you have to, after the bananas are gone, you have to find um, some wine to hang out on. <laughs> oh, and then there's a sink level where you just hang there's out a sink, above there's the sink. There's a water level near there's the sink. There's a water yeah. level on the sink, yeah. Watch out for the bubbles. The, it's really easy to pick up and play, though, because they're impossible to hit. So it's like you fly around human beings in the morning and you land on their eyes and you you can evade really easily. So anyone can do it. Even grandma, all the way from grandma to your youngest grandma. Dude, that'd be <laughs> young grandmas all the way to old grandmas. Dude, uh, young grandmas are raving about this on the in the chat rooms. Dude, it's hard to grab that young grandma demo. It's hard, man. It's a sweet spot in there. Uh, you dude, can't open up a young grandma magazine weekly no, without no. seeing a big old ad for Fruit Fly That's Simulator right. That's right. 2020. Dude, I, I'm not kidding. I think that game would be really great and i would i would play i, really I would spend it. like four bucks on that that's the thing it's like there's so many games now that are like hidden little gems like i know untitled goose game is one that like was very popular because of how strange it is but i love i those played that and i i hated it how come i just didn't like it i i didn't think it was I didn't have fun. I thought I was going to have fun. I didn't have fun. Well, it kind of it bummed me out. I know out a lot of people liked it, though. 
what bummed me out about it, if anything, was that it it's kind of like difficult. It's really hard. It's like yeah, the tasks you have to do are really hard, and it requires a lot of patience, and you have to be okay with like failing a fuckload. But and um, the the whole point of it is to annoy someone. Yeah, you're like it's way easier to annoy people in real life. <laughs> so it's like, right. why am I playing a game? I you play games to make things that are harder easier. Right. There was and I don't know nothing about being a goose. I don't want to get canceled for saying that I know <laughs> about how hard it is to be annoying as a goose. You're really going to upset our goose But I know demo. that for me personally, <laughs> it's very easy for me to annoy people. Right. So oh, I yeah. Like, I can't fucking figure this out. <laughs> it's like an annoying people simulator. Like if mm-hmm. you're too afraid to annoy people in real life, you can annoy them in Untitled Goose Game. But um, there's a game where like you can you're like a bee and you fly around as a bee and you like try to survive. But apparently it really sucks. And that made me really sad because I really want a game like that where you're like a bug that can fly around and it's really real looking and you do stupid shit like you have to find the fruit, the bananas And then you have to like every once in a while, just like randomly, like hands will just like fly in front of your face because they're trying to kill you. But you can like fly in and out of shit. And and imagine going into like a slow motion mode where you go and everything slows down and the big hands go like this (laughs) and you fly like right through them, like through the fingertips and it goes and it, the wind blows you to like a new level or something. I would play the fuck out they of that have, game. You got to make it about a way less important insect, like a fly. I would love to just be a fly. And you only get a day to live. So like yeah, you can, yeah, it yeah. could start with you being born as like a little fucking larva. gross larva thing. And you have to like. Somebody's garbage. Yeah. And you have to eat enough food to like grow up into a fly and then you can fly out and then yeah, you can explore you, you get out of the garbage and somebody tries to squash you right and you evade it and you actually get out of a window and right. then you have like 40 seconds to find a piece of shit yeah it you should be like shit. yeah it should be like you're you start in the trash can you're born and all your brothers and sisters are all wiggling around you and stuff and you gotta crawl up crawl off and find food and then once yeah. you find food, you grow up into a fly and then you could fly out of the trash can. And then you find out that you're like in a yard and then there's a house. And so the first level is the trash can. The second level is the yard. And that's where you can land on poop and eat some poop and you can like fly around and maybe you can find another fly and mate and have children or whatever. And you could just go yeah, you off. Gotta fertilize some eggs. Yeah, you could go you can do whatever you want out in the lawn, but you gotta progress. You gotta find a way into the house because the house is the the third level. And once you there's get four once, yeah, there's four levels in a row where you're trapped in between a screen and a yeah. window. <laughs> Yeah, and you can get trapped in between the screen and the window, and you can either try to find a way out, or you have to just like restart the last save or something because you're yeah. you're basically dead. But you can call for help. But there should be all sorts of stuff. Like once you're inside the house, there should be like a cat, and cats are really good at catching flies. So like you gotta avoid the cat. You gotta avoid. There's like fly traps. There's like the sticky things. There's like whatever. And then, uh, and what's the final level? Maybe, oh, maybe the goal is you have to repopulate. So you have to like mate with a fly. Yeah. 
but the fly to mate with is like in the attic of the house or something. And so And if you do if you do really well, you get to retire to a diner, to a really shitty Yeah, diner that's and nice. fly around the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Days. And so you can and there could be DLC, like diner DLC. And like, you know, uh, like dump DLC and there could be like yeah. a multiplayer garbage day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do yeah garbage day. You, you could, get the new garbage day DLC. Dude, you could do a, uh, like a, uh, dump multiplayer, like arena where you're just like a bunch of flies and you're like trying to get all the food and stuff. And you're like, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But anyway, the end of the game should be you mate and then like you get to see like your mate, like lay the eggs or whatever. And then you die. And then that's the end of the whole game. <laughs> you just like, yeah, I'd watch that. It's like playing a poem. It's like playing a poem. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're excited about, there's a Tony Hawk game coming, right? Yeah. I hope, uh, so skate came out way after Tony Hawk. Mm-hmm. I, remember. And I remember having a great time playing Tony Hawk because that was like the coolest game like that but mm-hmm. then skate came out and i ended up enjoying that a lot more and i don't really remember the arcadey style of tony hawk so much but i remember having so much fun so i hope i'm not over it is what i'm saying oh yeah i, hope I, I have just as much fun but i am really excited to to play and see what it looks is like. is it like a reboot or is it just a remaster or is it a sequel i don't know the difference but it seems like a, a re like they're redoing all the old levels but re that's a remaster. I guess remastering yeah yeah it seems like that that's and cool they'll probably add new stuff love a remaster especially yeah. when it's a classic game and then it ends up looking like really really good really what game cute. would you remaster that they haven't wow that's a great question you know i uh i used Fruit to play simulator <laughs> i used to play these lucas arts <laughs> games on the computer way back in the day called like there were all these Tim Schafer games called like Day of the Tentacle, and then there was Grim Fandango, and then um, there was Monkey Island and things like that. And um, I would really love a Day of the Tentacle like remaster with like three D characters and stuff. That would be really mm-hmm. cool. It was like one of those. Did you ever play those like point and click games where you'd like? Find the toothbrush and you'd like have to click around to find it and shit. Yeah. It was one of those games. I really loved those. Those are fun. It was so much fun when like somebody would just bring a disc. Right, (laughs) right, right. And it was like a game that obviously you never heard of. You couldn't possibly be excited about it because you didn't know how it was. You were just hoping that it like looked kind of cool. Yeah. The only way to know was like the cover of the game at the video game store, if you could rent it or if you had like a subscription to like Nintendo magazine or something, you could see what was coming and then get excited about it. But yeah, Dude, did you ever fucking play the demos that used to come like on in the, the PlayStation? Magazine? Yeah. Yeah. And the computer ones. Yeah. 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 That was a good time. There would be like Mist or Seventh Guest and like, you know, Dude, stuff like that. No one ever knows what I'm talking about when I say this. And you're the only person I know that might because you've known so many weird things. I like weird things. But that was the age where you could like playing games on the computer. Like I didn't have a PlayStation. I think I played games on the computer first. Mm-hmm. And I would just go to like CompUSA 
Hell and yeah. like buy a game based on the cover of the yeah, game. Yeah. And I bought this game called Rocket Jockey. <laughs> okay. Do you know what that is? No. No one ever knows what this is. Damn, Rocket And it was Jockey. like, you're in like an old arena. It's kind of like a steampunk gladiator thing where you're in an arena. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. Rocket that you've made out of like rusty parts. Right. Yeah. And the thing is you have a claw. So you need, you're in an arena with a bunch of other people riding those. Right. And you need to like, def- I guess, kill these people or drag them around. Or there was a game where like you would grab a ball with a claw. It was actually a lot like rocket league. Like oh a shit. Lot like rocket league. So it was like someone loved like rocket, jockey rocket League and was like, let's make a game. Let's reboot it, but we'll make it with cars. Yes. Essentially. But the rockets had these claws that would shoot out on uh-huh. either side, uh-huh. and you could grab somebody else's rocket and like fuck with their shit, or you could grab the person themselves because you could fall off your rocket. Oh shit! So if somebody fell off their rocket and you see them like they're super tiny, like trying to run to get back on their shit, you could ride by them and stick the claw out and grab them and like drag them around the arena, and eventually they would fall off. And you would know they fell off because their underwear would be attached to your claw. No and there way. Would just be like a polka dotted pair of boxers or like a, uh, like a bra with like red hearts on it attached to your claw. Dude, no, <laughs> no way. one remembers this game. I never, and the other one was, I never played Interstate it. 76. That's the other one. Interstate nobody remembers. 76. I was trying was to like share seventies crime drama i was trying to guys like vigilantes um i was trying to share my screen because i had photos of the game pulled up interstate 76 Uh, i remember seeing that i remember like a big deal for some reason it was the first yeah it was like 70s it was 70s yeah it was like bad boy cops or something like that or just bad boys in general i remember this I don't remember what type of bad boys they were, but it was set in the south. I mean, they seem like they're pretty bad boys. (laughs) (laughs) They just had a way about them. (laughs) All right. You want to read this AI dungeon thing and then we can get out of here? For sure. All right. It's a real quick history. Guys, Keenan Rowley sent an email saying, hello, BB boys. I was inspired by your hilarious detective episode to make my own AI dungeon featuring you guys. Oh, nice. I hope you enjoy it. It's only 1.5 pages long. Oh, boy. Pages? (laughs) (laughs) The blue text is the AI response, and the black text (laughs) is me playing the role of Steve. Sincerely, Keenan Rowley... P.S. Sorry about the ending. Blame Mike, not me. (laughs) Great. Okay. Here's what AI Dungeon says. You are Steve Zara Goobly, a survivor, (laughs) trying to survive in a world filled with infected zombies. Errware. You have a pistol and a backpack. You have managed to survive several months avoiding zombies and scavenging food. You cautiously enter a rundown store and hear a bunch of yelling. A man and a woman are arguing in the store. 
The man is the store owner and the woman is his wife. You honk your horn to get their attention. Then you scream, Mike and Zoya, is that you? The woman turns and stares at you. Who are you? You honk your car horn. Mike and Zoya, it's me, Steve. You are, they are still unsure about who you are. So you pull out your extraterrestrial and say, come. (laughs) Then ask, well, do you guys remember me now? The woman thinks for a second and then says, oh yeah, you're the, she trails off not knowing how to describe you. I'm the guy that yells and screams a lot, remember? I'm also the guy with the toothbrush and the toilet that shoots water up your butt. Does that ring any bells? You honk your horn some more. The woman just stares at you and the man looks like he wants to hit you, but he keeps his cool. You turn to the man and say, Mike, I know you want to wrestle me, but now is not the time. Why are you two arguing? Because, the man sputters. I asked her for some food and she gave me this. The man holds up a pear. Points to black eye. You scream and honk your horn 23 more times. You shout at the woman, God damn it, Zoya. This man needs a chicken bake, not a pear. Then you proceed to sing the chicken bake song to them. Chicken bake. The woman's eyes widen and she looks scared. No, I want to live. The man looks scared as well. You honk your horn and sigh. You say, you're right. All this noise you guys have made has probably attracted the zombies. How about we leave this Costco and head back to my apartment where it's safe? Yeah, yeah, the man agrees. That sounds like you, Mike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic Mike response, you say. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You all gather up some some food supplies and then head back to your apartment. That night when you get to your apartment, you sit down to watch some TV. Mike and his wife do not join you. They just eat in their room. <laughs> that sounds about right. The you most go, comfortable place to eat. <laughs> you go to their room, and with your puppy dog eyes, you ask, Hey, will you please watch Demolition Man with me? It's almost at the good part. Mike does not answer. He just gets up and goes to his room. You sigh. Damn. You sit back down on the couch and continue watching TV. Rambo shouts, where's my mom? And you chuckle. (laughs) Suddenly you hear a creepy scratching against your door. You go to the door and look out the peephole. A weird face is staring back at you. It looks like the guy who was staring at you in the cafeteria, but this one is painted on the door. What cafeteria? What? No, that can't be it. You rub your eyes and look again. The face is still there. You start to feel really nervous, then laugh it off and open the door. Is this one of those safe joke things? You think to yourself. Outside your door, you see not the guy who is staring at you from the cafeteria, but your crazy old neighbor lady who is now a zombie. She lunges at you and tries to bite you. You manage to stab her a few times, but she keeps coming. You eventually have to kick her off and slam the door on her. She lets out a bunch of garbled moaning that might be your name. Mike and Zoya. This is Mike and Soya now. S-O-Y-A. 
Mike and Soya rush out to see you on the floor covered in zombie blood. Mike says, don't worry, I'll finish her off. He puts on his wrestling mask and goes outside to fight the old lady zombie. Mike fails to kill her and gets bitten in the process. Ah, he screams as he clutches his bleeding arm. <laughs> he turns to, he starts to turn into a zombie right before your eyes. No! I think to yourself as you hold How Mike, long are these pages, by the way? One <laughs> and a half pages. <laughs> you think Scroll to yourself pages? as you hold Mike. Oh, fuck. Am I going to have to I am legend him? You cry and softly sing chicken bake into his ear while he slowly starts turning feral. Will Ferrell. Suddenly, a huge spotlight shines on you from a helicopter. It's the Phoenix Zombie Preserve Unit. They come down the helicopter and put Mike into a stretcher. They ask if you're okay, and you try to answer with your dying breaths. Unfortunately, you forgot you were t talking to them while Mike was biting you. So the last thing you remember... Get bit, player. ...is lots of shouting as you are put into a stretcher. The helicopter lifts off, and you start to spin. You spin way too much. Barf. Then everything you see fades to darkness. Death. How is that my fault? <laughs> Victim of circumstance. Because you bit me? Yeah, yeah. You couldn't have helped it. He was just a hungry boy. Everyone's getting bit. All right. You're covered in blood. I'm getting bit. Listen, he's getting I'm bit. Like you. We're out here getting bit. <laughs> We out here getting bit, player. All right. Well, thank you so much, Keenan, for that story. Um, for those of you that would love to send some more AI dungeon stories, please don't. They're too long. <laughs> um, Was that written on a CBS receipt? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, Mike, anything you want to say? Um, I've been having a really good time uh, putting videos on YouTube. Hell recently. yeah. That's and right. And uh, that's it. I've been doing that. If you want to see me have fun, that's what I'm doing, having fun. Uh, me and Zoya have a thing every Monday called Welcome to Our Podcast, if you like that. And, um, yeah, that's all right now. I hope that you're having a good day. I'm hoping that you're finding ways to make yourself uh, feel nice and happy and relaxed, like Steve was saying before. Yeah, that's seriously, important. Google how to meditate and give it a shot. But really give it a shot. But um, eventually you can learn how to just kind of do it all the time, which is great. Um, and you are exercising. And when you get it perfect, you could fly. That's right. And But don't try it until you know you're ready, and you'll know when. So, guys, uh, oh, one last thing. Dynamicbanter.clothing is where you can go to pre-order. Is the pre-order still up for the new shirt? Uh, I believe it's still up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys might want to jump on these two new shirts. One of them is a 2020 Everything's on Fire shirt. <laughs> and uh, the other one is a Bad Connection version of the logo right is that what that is yeah and that's something that we drive home that's a theme <laughs> that we keep consistent on this show. <laughs> uh, but it's really uh an inside joke and um you know uh, if you want to get those you should jump on those pre-orders because once they're gone and once that pre-order shit is done you will probably never be able to get those again 
So if you want those cool shirts, go to dynamicbanter.clothing and check them out. Mm. Think about supporting your boys and representing your boys if you want. And we have a, a really fun idea that is going to take us a little while, but... Yeah, it's really fun. Steve, We're working on it. Some stuff behind the scenes. Please send me stuff, Mike. All right, everybody. Well, thank you all for listening and watching. Subscribe to YouTube.com/slash/DynamicBanter if you want to see our thank video you, antics. Thank you, Ryan, for being a wonderful editor boy, helping us out during these difficult times. And thank you to the listeners and shit. Okay, bye. <laughs> that was a headgum podcast.